One of the hardest topics that we talk about here at Leadership Vision is accepting our own strengths. Too often, especially the first time that we read our results, or maybe when we reread them again after a long absence, is that we don't like the words on the page. We see too much of the negative side of the themes of strength, and we can't accept, appreciate, or acknowledge that this is who we are, and that this is a tremendous combination. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and today my guest is... Carrie Jones, and I am the Chief Operating Officer here at Leadership Vision. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Nathan. How are you today? I am great, thanks. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us on the podcast here, where we're sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. And today we are going to be talking about vinegar and oil. Well, there's a little bit more to it than that. It's actually this great post that you wrote uh, back this summer, 2017, about embracing and accepting your strengths. I'm wondering to start us off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about where this metaphor, um, analogy, image, I'm not sure what the word is, where did this come from? And then we'll lead into the rest of our discussion. I was sitting in my garden, um, weeding, and uh, was just enjoying all that was happening around me. Um, To be honest, I was pulling weeds and pretty much convinced that they were growing faster than I could keep up with them. So Always the best part of a garden. I was allowing my mind to drift, thinking about all the wonderful ways to eat uh, the items that were going to come out of my garden once they were ready. In my opinion, as I was sitting there pondering that, I concluded that the best way to eat those fresh vegetables was just with great simplicity, with a little vinegar, oil, salt, and pepper. My mind started to wander into what we do every day, uh, our work around strengths. And rather than trying to disguise who we really are with perhaps thick layers of cheese or dressing, we only need to be fully present and perhaps add simple flavors to bring out more, or in some cases less, of who we really are. Uh, The combination of the bitter vinegar and fruity olive oil allows the natural flavors of food to be highlighted. A dash of vinegar with its acidic sour taste can perk up the taste buds and bring brightness to the food. Accompanied with a little olive oil, the two ingredients create a memorable experience. And you have three main points here that I'd love for you to expand upon. The first point you have here is that you need to embrace the acidity of your strengths. The second point is that you need to enjoy the sweetness of your strength. And the third point is this idea of having variety um, or needing that variety of your strengths. So what I'd like to do is just go through one at a time here and just get some of your thoughts, hear what you were thinking when you wrote this about what each of these means. So acidity and strengths. I think often we think of acidity as being perhaps negative. Um, What did you mean by that? What does it mean to embrace the acidity of your strengths, Carrie? For me, in relationship to this particular portion, I was really thinking about my strengths having edges. Um, So in some ways, perhaps negative or just being a little sharper than, you know, we would prefer to present ourselves as. My example particularly was around my responsibility paired with my strategic, and I said, and add a swirl of my communication. Um, (laughs) And I would like to add that your responsibility (laughs) and strategic, I think, are extremely helpful and valuable to our team. Well, I appreciate that. I think my ultimate point in that space, while Our strengths certainly can have positive sides. If we are not careful and if we are not paying attention, it truly can create an environment that is not uh, conducive to the team. So in those particular strengths that I mentioned, when those have too much of an edge to them, 
I can actually inadvertently not leave room for feedback or input from my teammates who may also have a valuable perspective to offer. And, you know, my point in saying that was that this type of sourness can leave others feeling truly unappreciated. And, you know, as team members, we are striving to be the, you know, the best that we can be with each other. So I've come to understand that the times when my strengths are too dark are showing up in a way that is not helpful to my team. And I've also to come to understand that these moments are desperately needed. So really, truly finding a balance at, you know, having that be the right place at the right time. And I like how you phrased it too. The whole post is about embracing and Brian and I have talked in a previous episode about embr- just embracing your theme names in general. But that idea of embracing the acidity of your strength, I think, is so helpful because it helps you in those dark moments to really see what is the beauty and brilliance of your strength, your strengths, and to embrace that in a way that is uh, giving life to you, giving life to others, to our team. And so it's definitely something that I think is... Um, well, it's hard to do, but it's also necessary if we want to bring about any sort of, you know, lasting change or provide some sort of an environment where people can really be who they are. I think for me, even just in writing this post, it was the opportunity to look at my strengths from these various perspectives, from, you know, the acidity, from the sweetness, to say, when are those moments when that's happening, identifying that and then being more aware as we, you know, as I move forward with the team, um, when I'm being just too much or when I need to perhaps step up in a different way and, and, you know, allow my strengths to be that place of safety for everyone else. Your second point here is that you say that I need to enjoy the sweetness of my strengths. I think this one here, you're really talking about the idea of strengths envy. That thing where you see someone else's strength, you read their description, you're like, ooh, I want that one. I want to be, you know, pick one that you aren't. And that sounds more, that sounds cooler, that sounds better. So what do you, what does it mean here, Carrie, to enjoy the sweetness of your strengths? I can tell you today, sitting here across from you, Nathan, in that I... In Minneapolis at, at Coco. <laughs> it's great. Which is the noise you're hearing in the background. Yes, it's great that I do not have strengths envy, but it hasn't always been that way for me. For a long time, I saw my strengths as frustrating and not, quote, leadership strengths. She's doing the air quotes I'm doing the air quotes, even though you can't see me, but I am doing that. Uh, And truly was saddened, you know, in feeling that if I only had maximizer, achiever, intellection, connectedness, fill in the blank with the other strengths, then I'd be a great leader. It has taken me a lot of time, self-reflection, and truly a state of acceptance for me to be in a place now where I say, I don't have strengths envy. I have found that my top five strengths are a perfect representation of me. And because I am not trying to be someone else, I can lead effectively with my own unique combination of strengths. Uh, it is a unique combination. And as I have gotten to know you more over the past three or four years, whatever it's been, watching you become more confident and um, assured of yourself in those strengths, I think is cool to watch because... They're just, it's always there. They're just more alive. Maybe um, going back to using this metaphor, like those flavors are coming out. They were already in the peppers, in the zucchini, in the squash, whatever's in your garden. But it's just more of that. It's, it's you're not drowning it in cheese, to use your metaphor. Like it's just more of what is meant to be there. So I believe that I offer a unique perspective with my arranger and strategic. So, you know, that 30,000 foot and five foot view. Um, Coupled with my communication, I can tell a story 
to our team members and also knowing that my responsibility is my word, that when the team asks me to do something, they can count on it happening. Um, so I believe that these pieces are critical to the overall success of our team. And to be honest, as soon as I realized that being myself on the team is perfect, it really allowed me to enjoy my strengths without having that strength's envy. You could taste that sweetness, the sweet sides of them without feeling guilty. Yes, I or guess. cringeworthy. That's never what I want. No, I, I don't think being cringeworthy is ever a good thing. <laughs> this third point here, you talk about needing the variety of strengths. Are you talking about that variety in your your own profile? Are you talking about the variety in you know, all 34 and the variety that our team brings and how that interacts with you? Talk a little bit about what it means to the variety of strengths. So when I wrote this, I was particularly musing about our team at Leadership Vision. Um, and we offer, each of us offers, a perspective and experience that I don't want to be without. We don't all come to the table, you know, um, as carrots. Let's stick with the metaphor that we've been having. Or we need to. As zucchini. Um, it's truly what you would find in a garden. It's that variety of, you know, tastes and colors and perspectives and um, experiences. And, you know, for us or for me, our team supports each other, challenges each other, and celebrates with each other. These are people who call me out when my strengths are being too sour or tell me when I need to step up and be more sweet and just enjoy my strengths exactly the way they are. Uh, this team has also allowed me the space to stretch my strengths to places. As you heard Nathan talking earlier, he has watched me firsthand step into my strengths and really embrace them. And our team does that. Um, and we all have aha moments and our team rallies and celebrates around those places. For me, I wouldn't be me without this group of people, this variety around mm. me. Thanks, Carrie. You're welcome. I appreciate that. And I think, you know, we're in this, um, call it a mini series, if you will, on the podcast here of, um, I guess, kind of just being okay with your strengths. And it's, it might sound weird since the Strengths Finder test is built around what, what you're good at. It's based in positive psychology. But for some reason, we have seen with our different clients this sense of like, well, I don't want to embrace that. Or I don't, I don't like that, you know, the bitter, the acid part of this strength. Or maybe in the past, you've been told that what you are now, what you're now being told is this is a sweet, this is a good part. Well, in the past, maybe you've been told that's a bad part. So I wonder how much of this work that we do is, again, sticking with this vegetable metaphor of how do you learn to like broccoli now? <laughs> because your whole life, you're like, this is gross. I don't like this. How do you change your mindset? How do you flip that script? You've mentioned earlier that you've done some work in this area. What do you have maybe one or two things that, you know, exercises, activities, just tips and tricks about like how do you become okay with the acidity, the sweetness, the variety that exists just within yourself? Like what has that journey been like um, maybe on a very practical level? So uh, you mentioned how do you like broccoli earlier and... Um, o only raw, by the way. <laughs> um the, the analogy, the reference that I have is, yes, this post is about simply vinegar and oil, salt and pepper in its simplicity. 
But to be honest, I probably started, you know, with vegetables with a whole lot of cheese and dressing on them because all I wanted to taste was the cheese and dressing and had to, you know, maybe portion that back and allow myself the time to explore um, the broccoli. Or in this case, what we're really talking about is my strengths. Allow myself the space to understand what is the great benefit to having a strength of responsibility? Yeah. And what is the dark side or the downfall, the pitfall of having the strength of responsibility? And not linger in that space of uh, darkness, but understanding where my edges are. Understanding what will get me into trouble when the strength perhaps teeters too far one side to the other. So... To be honest, I probably started with a lot of cheese on top. Which is okay. My okay. my son, we both have young children. Yeah. My son, sometimes you got to be like, slather it on there. Whatever's going to help it go down. It's ultimately good for you. Because you're still getting the broccoli. You're yes. still getting my yep. strength of responsibility. It's just I have worked to understand how I can balance it for a great place for myself truly being helpful for me and helpful for the team I didn't start that way I definitely was tipped too far one way or the other and there wasn't that healthy balance and so it takes work it takes time reflection the other thing that I was going to say so aside from the cheese and dressing being dumped on top lots of salt lots of salt uh you know um it's also having people around me who will be willing to call me out and have hard conversations Nathan and I have worked together now for three years plus. Um, and something like that. Something, that I think yeah. so. Um, Nathan has been a person who has been willing to call me out when he sees things that perhaps are not in my best interest or in the best interest of leadership vision, but he does it in a way that is kind, but firm. And so mm. he's a person that I've been willing to listen to, to say, you know, Carrie, eh, maybe you're maybe you're tipping this, a little too far over. I think, to over. be clear, this does not happen often. I think <laughs> Carrie's quite self-aware. No, no, no. But I do, I, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I think the, the key here, though, is that we've um, answered that relational connection mm-hmm. and we've essentially set up, um, maybe not quite so explicitly, but also we've asked each other for that, right? And I think that's a key to you know, learning to embrace your strengths, learning to be okay and accept these things is to also have people in your life that you can say, when is my responsibility not healthy? When is my communication, when has that gone dark? And if you don't have those, those people, those systems, those whatever set up, then you don't get any feedback. And it's hard to embrace stuff when you keep playing that tape in your own head that says, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Or not even being aware of the fact that you are doing it wrong. Yeah. Just, how many times have we seen that? I mean, truly believing I'm, I'm knocking this out of the park. I could not do anything better. And yet people around you are, you know, tense or grimacing or a little on edge. And so for me, it's about that self-exploration, but also having trusted people around me to say, you know, Carrie, pull it back in could have done that a little better, but with kindness and the best, best interest of me at heart, not just being cruel or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. So, but those are, those are difficult conversations. Uh, it's also a hard work to do it's that self exploration. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I believe that I haven't arrived yet. I think that's the other thing is for me, I mean, Nathan has been so kind to say that I am yeah. very self-aware and I, 
it's been with a lot of work. I also believe there are still experiences that I encounter today that help me identify new edges or a new sweetness about my strengths that perhaps I didn't realize before. So for me personally, this is not a, you know, check the box, never have to go back again. It is a constant exploration and self-evaluation of my strengths and how they're functioning. The one point I would like to leave everybody with, Carrie, is basically just spend some time reflecting on, on your strengths and to be a little bit more specific with that. Like, which of your strengths, so if you're listening at home, this would be the time to pull out paper and pencil or iPhone or the Notes app, um, but not if you're driving. So which of your strengths, while it might be a little sour at times if you're not careful about it, but what has the greatest impact on the team around you? And if you're not part of a team, maybe it's your family, maybe it's just you if you're a solopreneur or something like that. But I think that's part of this process of embracing and accepting your strengths and really leaning into it and saying this is who I am and this is what I'm really good at. So, Well, Carrie, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciated being here with you. Well, it's always good to have you. And thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. Subscribe to the Leadership Vision Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Carrie, where do you listen to podcasts? She doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> the podcast app on my phone <laughs> i don't that know what that is the google one probably thanks again to carrie our coo and master of all things leadership vision for more resources about developing your strengths the strengths of your team or the strengths of your organization visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com i'm nathan freeberg in minneapolis thanks for listening